Hello, everyone. Welcome back to returning listeners, and thank you if you are a new listener for joining us here at Minority Medicine. My name is Amari Paul, and I'm a freshman at Stanford University. I'm your host, and today we will be continuing our series on Dispelling Minority Distrust of Healthcare, COVID-19 Edition. Today, I'll be answering questions like, why should I trust that the vaccine is safe? What's in the vaccine? What are the most common side effects? How do I know if I qualify for the vaccine? What does the future hold for COVID cases? Before we begin, I want to note that all answers and information provided originate from accredited sources and will be provided in the show notes. No questions will be left unanswered, so let's get started. As data has shown, COVID-19 disproportionately affects minority communities due to the social determinants of public health that correlate to socioeconomic status and government assistance. The term social determinants of health was described in a public health report published in SAGE journals as a contributor to a wide range of health disparities in the United States and are interrelated with systemic racism. Some examples of social determinants include education, economic status, housing, community, and now more than ever, access to healthcare. As COVID has begun to affect the lives of all people, it has also become another social determinant of health. Essential workers tend to be minorities due to lower economic status, and as more essential workers are forced to interact with the public, there is a higher probability of contracting the virus. For example, as stated by the same Sage Journal article, although African-American people account for just 13.4% of the U.S. population, they account for 17.1% of the service sector. According to the COVID track project run by The Atlantic, nationwide, Black people have died at 1.4 times the rate of white people due to COVID. In a graphic on their website, which I will link in the show notes, for every 100,000 people that die due to COVID, only 123 are white, while minority races range from numbers like 141 to 176, with Black people being the most common race to die due to COVID. Now, despite minorities having a clearly disproportionate death rate when diagnosed with COVID-19, data from the CDC shows that compared to their white counterparts, less minorities are opting for the vaccine. A whopping 4,047,795 white non-Hispanics have been vaccinated, while the total number of Black, Hispanic, Latino, and Native Hawaiian and Pacific Islanders that have been vaccinated is only about 30% of that number. Now, many people are probably thinking, why? Well, minority communities have been betrayed before by the healthcare system, and the bitter taste of Tuskegee is still left on the tongues of many. If you don't know about the Tuskegee syphilis experiment, Here's a brief breakdown of the events for some historical context, which is provided by the CDC, and if you'd like to read further, that link will be provided in the show notes. In 1932, the Public Health Service began working with Tuskegee Institute on the study, Tuskegee Study of Untreated Syphilis in the Negro Male. This study involved 600 black males, 399 with syphilis, 201 without syphilis. 40 years later, in July of 1972, A leaked Associated Press story uncovered that there was no evidence that the men involved in the experiment were informed of the real purpose of the study. They were simply told they were being treated for quote-unquote bad blood, which could mean several possible ailments other than syphilis. 
This did not give them sufficient facts in order to give informed consent. Even after penicillin became the commonly prescribed drug for syphilis, the subjects weren't offered this treatment. According to the National Archives provided by History.com, by 1972, 28 participants died of syphilis. 100 passed from related complications, 40 spouses of subjects had been diagnosed with syphilis, and syphilis had been passed to 19 children at birth. The study was later deemed ethically unjustified. Other experiences with healthcare, like the sterilization of African Americans in 1913 and the first human radiation experiment on April 10, 1945, performed on a black male, have led to this distrust. Distrust is deeply rooted, which is why many black doctors are attempting to reverse this distrust during the current public health crisis of COVID-19. Dr. Hildreth, a world-renowned public health expert that is also the CEO of Mayhury Medical College in Tennessee, has made it his mission to support minorities and their needs in healthcare. In an insider article, he states that a frequent question he receives from other people of color is, how can we be confident that a vaccine that was developed so quickly is safe? His response embodies the understanding of the damage done to the bond between minorities and healthcare as he states that, they don't want to be guinea pigs. They don't want to be experimented on as were the men in the Tuskegee experiment. Now, how can we be sure that the well-being of minorities was kept at the forefront when developing the vaccine? How can we be sure that this isn't another Tuskegee? Dr. Fauci has been asked similar questions by people of color in regard to the collaboration with black scientists in the creation of the COVID vaccine. In an interview with ABC News, Dr. Fauci stated, the very vaccine that's one of the two that has absolutely exquisite levels, 94 to 95% efficacy against clinical disease and almost 100% efficacy against serious disease that are shown to be clearly safe, that vaccine was actually developed in my institute's vaccine research center by a team of scientists led by Dr. Barney Graham and his close colleague, Dr. Kizmekia Corbet. He then went on to tell the forum that Kizians is an African-American scientist who is right at the forefront of the development of the vaccine. Dr. Corbet wanted to be known that, quote, this person who looks like you has been working on this for several years, referring to herself. Alongside the fact that the vaccine has been developed by an African-American woman who can understand the importance of distrust amongst minorities in healthcare, we can look to the CDC to answer your questions about the vaccine. The first question that concerns many minorities is, is the vaccine safe? As noted by the CDC, COVID-19 vaccines are safe and effective. Over 76 million doses of COVID-19 vaccine were administered in the United States from December 14, 2020 through March 1, 2021. The vaccines met FDA's rigorous scientific standards for safety, effectiveness, and manufacturing quality needed to support emergency use authorization. And lastly, new technology like vSafe on smartphones uses text messaging services and web surveys to provide personalized health check-ins and allow you to quickly alert the CDC of any side effects after taking the COVID vaccine. The next question asked by many of our listeners is, what's in the vaccine? Again, according to the CDC, 
The ingredients in currently available COVID-19 vaccines include mRNA, lipids, salts, sugars, and buffers. Buffers help maintain the stability of the pH solution. Vaccine ingredients can vary by manufacturer. If you want to learn more about the specifics of mRNA vaccine usage and the ingredients in authorized vaccines like Moderna, Pfizer, or Johnson & Johnson, direct links will be provided. Another pressing question has been, what are the common side effects after receiving the vaccine? The side effects directly on the arm which you receive the shot are pain, redness, and swelling. Throughout the rest of your body, side effects may look like tiredness, headache, muscle pain, chills, fever, and nausea. If you're someone wondering, how do I even know if I qualify to take the vaccine? Look at the eligibility requirements of your state by going to your state's official government site. Lastly, what does the future hold for COVID cases? Based on a graph of daily trends in number of COVID-19 cases in the United States reported to the CDC, since January 12, 2021, cases have been steadily decreasing. On March 7, 2021, there were 41,675 reported cases compared to the peak at 314,172 cases reported on January 8, 2021. As we're coming to the end of this episode, I want to note that there is credible information out there about the vaccine, and all sources discussed today will be provided. With further vaccine distribution ahead, the light is at the end of the tunnel, and it's starting to become visible. Protect yourself and your loved ones from contracting the virus and make the best decisions for you and your family. Thank you for joining us today here at minority medicine and i hope you join us again for the next episode in our series dispelling minority distrust of healthcare. <laughs>